Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 231. Oh my gosh, I just got back from Comic-Con yesterday, I moderated the Doctor Who panel on Sunday, got straight in a car, ran and did to LA to do a couple episodes of the Nerdist TV show, which we're back on BBC America, uh, premiering July 28th, and we're doing two episodes that night, one is an episode on toys and games, and the other is a Comic-Con wrap-up show uh, on which we had uh, Damon Lindelof and uh, Alex Albrecht and uh, John Barrowman. So uh, tune in to BBC America for that. We're coming back, uh, coming back then. And also, uh, John Behrman did this episode of Nerdist Podcast, which uh, I will talk about in a minute. We're going to do a big hostful Comic-Con wrap-up podcast uh, later on this week. So listen for that. It was unbelievable. Course of the Force went great. A lot of stuff happened with Nerdist. We're going to go through that and then also uh, give you sort of the rundown of Comic-Con. But uh, all in all, I am... I, I, I thought I was going to be like super wiped out, and I'm just energized. The energy at Comic-Con was so wonderful, so we'll, we'll get into that this week. But I would like to thank this sponsor for the episode in this podcast, Stamps.com. So, listen, it, you're kind of used at this point to being able to consume things whenever you want, wherever you want, like this podcast for Pour Sample. So, Stamps.com does the same thing for you with postage. You can now print right from your desk with stamps.com. You don't need to go to the post office ever again. You print out the exact amount of postage that you need, slap it on the package, and if you want, mail carrier will come and pick it up from your house. You never even have to leave. Uh, Stamps.com has been uh, a vital, vital, vital part of building out uh, our stuff at Nerdist, not having to go and buy sheets of stamps or wait in line at the post office. Uh, There just isn't time for that, and it's it's not an efficient way to, to run your business or your life. So right now, you can use the promo code NERDIST. You're going to get a special offer. It's a no-risk trial and $110 of bonus stuff, including a digital scale and $55 of free postage. So go to Stamps.com before you do anything else and click the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and then type in NERDIST. That's Stamps.com and enter the promo code NERDIST. So this episode was John Barrowman uh, at the Balboa Theater during Comic-Con. It was the Friday night of Comic-Con, Friday the 13th. And uh, there were like a thousand people there. It was unbelievable. What a, is a, I mean, the Balboa is such a gorgeous theater. They did Wootstock there the night before, and I know they had a great show as well. And uh, it was, I mean, it, it, it was a dream. It was a dream to perform to this many people at Comic-Con. And we also had Gary Delabate, Baba Booey, who's doing a, kind of a tech show for us on the Nerdist channel coming out in the fall. And, uh, you know, Matt Myra is such a huge... I mean, we're all Stern fans, but Matt Myra is, like, super, super, super Stern fan. So he, uh, we brought him out about halfway through 
And, uh, and so you might be saying, well, what could John Barrowman and Gary Delabate have to talk about? And it was great. They actually, everyone just clicked. And uh, afterwards, Gary said, in 30 years of doing the Howard Stern Show, this was the filthiest show I've ever been part of, which he meant as a compliment, I believe. But uh, Barrowman was delightfully filthy in the most wonderful way. Uh, but we had such an incredible time. And so, th- but I do want to warn you, this episode is extra NSFW. So, you know, I've just given you the heads up right now. But... Uh, we, uh, we became super fast pals with Barrowman, and uh, I just, I love the guy to death. So here we go, episode of Nerds Podcast number 231, live from San Diego Comic-Con with John Barrowman and Baba Booey. First things first, I'm out of beer. Can someone grab me a few? Oh, Jesus. Already? I just, I just had one. It just, you were just backstage. Sorry, you were fucking gallivanting around with a fucking trash can. <laughs> and, I, and I sucked it down. This he field. made that happen, not me. Oh, the podcast listeners aren't going to know how much that guy fucked up the beginning of the show. Uh, what did he do? Is he like a shitty kind of fire starter where he just his only mind power is he can throw garbage cans? <laughs> You totally haven't seen anything that happened in the beginning of the show. No, 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 no. We weren't allowed. We were getting in a zone. For for a quick recap, (laughs) for the people listening on their podcast at home with their ears, uh, and Matt and Jonah, who were not paying attention, uh, the entire front row was empty. People were trying to figure out who was going to take the front seats. Then these four casually stroll in, because this guy in the number two seat had to get Chinese food. And then, rightfully so, John Behrman came out in a fit of rage... And threw a trash can across the stage because he didn't bring Chinese food for everybody. Now you're all caught up. Appropriate reaction, John. (laughs) Uh, This is is really exciting to be back. This is a much bigger venue than we played last year, almost twice as big. So thank you for coming to this. But we did two shows last year, so it all evens out. I guess it does. Yeah. But Aww. this is still, still a nice space. We did our uh, Course of the Force wrap-up. Uh, hey, here. next year. Ready? What? Thought of it last night. What? Next year you do Set Your Phasers to Run Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Me and LeVar Burton will lead the charge. I, that not if LeVar Burton has really anything boring. to say about it, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really boring. I ran into him today. Did you? I yelled at Oh, but by accident. Well, I saw he was signing autographs, and I went over and I said, That's not I, running into somebody. Excuse me, let me finish. Yeah. I yelled. That's like going to someone's house. Oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> how crazy, how crazy. Uh, you're about to get so in your own shower. This here, is so weird. I did not expect to see you at the scheduled time of your appearance at this table. Did he remember you? Of course, yeah, I, I yelled Alpha 3-9 at him. <laughs> and then he jumped up and yelled Matt louder than any human being on the planet Earth and then gave me a hug. Aww. And That's then he was like, you remember Brent, right? And I was like, hey, Brent Spiner. <laughs> <laughs> now, Matt, um, yeah. were you, were you a fi- I have a special present for you. Oh, God, uh, I hope it's Brent Spiner. Jonah, don't feel bad. I don't... I don't have anything for you, Joe. It's okay. I always feel bad. 
Matt, I have a very special present for you. And, and what's very special about this is that Matt's, Matt has lost enough weight that he's now fitting into XLs, which is a big deal. That's a big deal. <laughs> now fitting into that size that they had to make in the 60s. And they're like, people are getting fat. What's this? Large? Uh, extra. Yeah. Extra large. We've actually been calling Matt the big deal lately. Have we? Yeah. Is that what we've been calling me? <laughs> me and Chris. Yes. I have not said that at all. All the time at our secret pizza parties. Don't Chris. drag me. Secret pizza parties. Oh, you, you wouldn't want to go. Anyway, You're right. I have carbs. a great one planned for the next what one. What pizza is going to be this week? Oh, cheese. Bye now. Oh. That's oh, my right. God. Uh. <laughs> That's, that's just like the inciting incident scene in Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Did you love that movie? I love that movie. See, his arm gets messed up. Yeah, and so his he tendon throw... heels a little tighter than normal. Yeah, so then, naturally uh, he can he's throw like, them. I don't want to throw it back because the ball comes. Well, now that I've been a pitcher, I know how hard that and is. And then he throws it from the bleachers to home plate. So and they... everyone's like, what happened? Yep. Then what happens? Well, it's kind of like that scene in A League of Their Own where the ball goes over and the black woman picks it up and throws it really hard. And then they go, I guess black people can play baseball too. And that's yep. the last part of the you see in that movie about that situation. Yep. Yeah. Don't need to address it anymore. No, thanks, and then, thanks, Penny Marshall. You're not a racist. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Charlie Sheen comes out and they play Wild Thing because he's got crazy yeah. glasses uh, on. Oh, yeah. my God. And then Garth uh, Algar starts dancing to Wild Thing yep. uh, to hit on the lady at the donut shop. And then Nev Campbell makes out with Denise Richards because it's the movie Wild this Thing. This is awesome. Yeah. But it's a bad improv. The, uh, and then you see Kevin Bacon's dick. Okay. <laughs> you do. And then, for no reason, Harvey Keitel's. Oh, yeah. Because he loves it. Are we going that train now? Yeah, we're going there. <laughs> Quick, go. Then you see Joe Latrugio's Yeah! Uh, a prosthetic, but I'll take it. Uh, so here's what I have for you, Matt. Listen. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. I was, I I was going to talk about because you said Charlie Sheen, and then I was going to tell you about how I interviewed Corbin Burnson yesterday. You did? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's on a program called Psych on the USA of Network. Of course, yeah. Wait. Yeah. That's not... It's not the same show as Pasich, is it? Oh, Jonah, that's how it's spelled. Huh? It's, it's, it's a P Pasich. is silent. No, because I watch Pasich. It's no, crazy. No, 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 Psych, and then the C-H is uh, And it's Corbin a Bernstein is in it. It's Corbin Bernson. Huh? But what I said... Love we this bit. They, at the end of the season, he, uh, the character gets shot. So cliffhanger, right? Yep. Not a spoiler alert, because it's a cliffhanger. We don't know how the fuck it's going to end, all watch right? Watch TV when it happens. Yeah. Uh, and live your life. Stop taking pictures. <laughs> so uh, he's wearing a shirt with a question mark. Like, what's going to happen to my character? Whatever. So then I'm interviewing his castmates, uh, uh, whose names uh, escape me right now, Tom uh, and Maggie. Bergeron. Maggie. And uh, yeah, anyway, and I say to Chillin them, Hall. I'm like, what's going on with Corbin Birdson? Are you going to kill him? And they're like, well, if one show would kill off Corbin Birdson, it would be ours. And then I said, which I'm sure they're going to cut, I said, yes, you guys will succeed in doing what cocaine in the 80s couldn't. <laughs> 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 uh, how did Corbin Burnson take that? They loved it. Yeah. <laughs> because he, he was line. flying on coke. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's fantastic. But it was good. Speaking of flying, okay. um, I have a very special present for you. Uh, my, as you know, my girlfriend Chloe's dad, John Dykstra, did the special effects for Star Wars yes. and many, many, many films uh, that you've seen, uh, the Spider-Man movies. Uh, also worked on 
a little movie called Star Trek The Motion Picture. Oh, my and God. And this is John's actual one of his crew shirts Holy from the original Star Trek The Motion Picture. Shitballs. There it is. Uh, and so, just kind of as a present and encouragement for uh, the excellent job you've been doing, uh, taking care of yourself and being healthier, there Thanks, Chris. Oh, you son of a bitch! This is my favorite. That was the only one shirt. I had. That was the only I'm one I had, put a Matt. Big circle on it and I was... cross it out. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> <laughs> Get so it, there you, you go. Asshole. There you go. Ha happy not your birthday, uh, I guess. Thank I don't know. You. Uh, there's your Star Trek the motion picture shirt. That's when they added windows to the Klingon battle cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> you sounded like you were just so kind of saying, yeah, <laughs> it is, big guy. Yeah. Oh, big idea. We'll talk about this at the pizza party this week, oh, Won't we? Oh, man. Yeah, well, she, she'll hey, uh, someone brought you a beer. Uh oh. <laughs> a guy in an Aperture Laboratory shirt. Uh, yeah, she, she also gave me an original Star Wars crew shirt. That doesn't matter. It does matter a lot. And, uh, Set and your phasers to run. <laughs> well, you do that. We'll keep doing Course of the Force. Oh, I guess you could do that. <laughs> Some or people did show up on the course. You should do that. You'll run down the five. <laughs> you can just run you down the five. You take a different way to go. You take a different way. Yeah. This is every, every great uh, sci-fi thing. Just get down to... It's a race. It's a cannonball run of sci-fi. Oh, oh, I'm going to be doing the cannonball run. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Me oh, sci-fi. Me and Burt Reynolds. And Jackie Chan is robotic car. Jackie Chan's fucking here. We can make it happen. We Jackie can't. Chan Burt Reynolds is not so much. Here. He's not here. Like, no. here on the show. No. Let's be honest. How excited would you be? Not really, right? <laughs> What's he going to do? Kick no. us all in the face, pretendingly? Come on, That's guys. Not a He's word. in the Karate Kid. The he... original Karate Kid. Oh, my God, Matt. Corbin Burnson, now Jackie Chan. <laughs> is anyone safe from those kiddies' claws? <laughs> nope. Uh, I want to bring out our guest because <laughs> he's awesome. Uh, Let's see what kind of a t-shirt he brought me. You've probably seen him uh, on uh, shows like Torchwood and Doctor Who. And then also, you've also seen his one-man garbage can hurling show. Uh, please welcome John Barrowman! Uh, he is handsome. Yes, he is. What's up? Handsome and a half. What's up? I don't swing that way, but I'm thinking about it. That's all right. <laughs> I do. So go ahead. <laughs> Good and Lord. I don't. I, I. You know, I'm. I'm open to anything, particularly. Your since you eyes got... are very piercing. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's not the only thing I can pierce with. <laughs> Bam! Explain further. <laughs> I, <laughs> I gay chicken, gay chicken, gay chicken, gay chicken. See what you're holding right there? Uh -huh, Pretend uh -huh. it's me. Oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, my God, John, please fuck now, Matt. Can I please. just say, please you, just fuck what? Him. Just fuck Matt, please. Just fuck him. I want to see you guys. <laughs> On the table now. <laughs> Watch the beer. <laughs> oh, my God. He's really going for it. That's a thing. That's a thing that happened. Well, how did you not know? How did you know that that was beer? That could have been someone taking a cup into the bathroom and pissed in it. Jonah wouldn't. What? <laughs> Jonah, the spit take works by no, you. No, no, no spit take. No, Jonah. you're drinking at the time of the incident. You no, don't. No, no, no. You don't spit get surprised take is after the fact. You can do whatever you want. Okay. The joke was that I did it after. Oh my gosh. 
It's good to see you. You're so much fun, and thank you, first of all, for doing the Nerdist TV show. We thank you. For, thank you for asking me to do all of this oh stuff. My it's God. brilliant. Well, we're such huge fans of yours, and uh, I mean, it's so you know to to take to take a character that was on a show like Doctor Who, and then and be able to spin that into a whole other show. I mean, people love Captain Jack Harkness. Um, it's a good character. I, I I love him too. Was it, uh, was it Empty Child? Was that the first? Empty Child was the first episode in Doctor Who written by Stephen Moffat, Moffat and, and uh, yeah, Russell by T. Russell, yeah. And it was, the, it was the introduction to Captain Jack Harkness. And, uh, uh, you know, and he, wasn't, he wasn't very likable in the beginning. We didn't want him to be likable. And I was only really uh, expecting to be in a couple of episodes. Yeah. But then after the, the things just started happening and... It just gelled and it worked and, and the, the audience came along with him in his journey and then he decided to become part of the team. And from that point on, and just to be, you know, if I can get a little schmaltzy, that's when my life changed completely because of people like all of you out there and I love you for it. I mean, oh, they, come on. <laughs> Don't kiss up to them. <laughs> they, liked, they liked Captain Jack Harkness so much they were like, not only are we not going to kill off your character, your character is never going to be able to die. Oh, totally. Totally. Um, you know, the, uh, yeah, and, and when, yeah, it's one of those things, it's, it's weird to talk about it, it because it, it was like surreal when it happened. I had no idea. I mean, as a kid, I, you know, I'm a, a child of the Star Wars era, right? Yeah. And uh, no applause. <laughs> <laughs> we're Usually we're they're, all too, Trek, they're all too young. Usually, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Maybe. right, guys, episode one. No, Jonah, no, 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 huh? no, no, no. Pod racing! Pod racing! <laughs> 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 Saboba! <laughs> Greedo shot first! God damn it. No, I think, but no. I, I grew up that, you know, in that and also with the original Doctor Who and never ever thought that one day I'd be someone who was in the TARDIS. Yeah. And there I was. And it was a total dream come true. I had a fangasm. Oh, that's the way to do it. <laughs> You're moving around funny you now after I banged you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That he called a fangasm, He's Mr. Still, Heaven. What He's still this? coming. He's still coming. Oh, it's so much, you guys. Matt was penetrated. <laughs> um, what, uh, so, but seriously, is... Can we t- Well, you know what? If you haven't seen enough Doctor Who at this point, it's too fucking Fuck bad. I'm going to talk about stuff. Uh, Get out. Is, uh, is Captain Jack Harkness the face of Bo? Can you confirm or deny? It's... I, I mean... What would, you, would you like him to be? Yes! See? I said, there's a, well, I believe he is. I think he is. And when, when we were getting ready to shoot that episode, David and I were, uh, we, always, we, we always would get the scripts ahead to have a good read to prepare and stuff. And the week that, the, the, the episode we were filming prior to that, so we were reading ahead, David came to me at lunchtime and he came running up to my trailer and I hear, I said, what is going on? John, John, you're not going to believe it! Oh! David, are you okay? Do you want to know what happens? No! Spoiler! So I left it. Next day he comes up to me, have you read it? Have you read it? Have you read it yet? Have you read it yet? I'm like, no, I haven't read it yet. I haven't had time. Next day, I'm like this. I can hear him going, what the hell is the knocking? David! Oh my God! I can't believe it! You hated me and now you're talking to me in the future and I'm giving you advice. How awesome is that? <laughs> but what, what starts to happen <laughs> is you start to really think you are those 
characters. <laughs> so I was, you know, it was like your life is planned for you. But yeah, I think he's the face of Bo. And I asked Russell, I said to him uh, after I read the, the script, I went up and I said, Russell, what were you smoking when you thought of that? <laughs> well, the what first did time, he say? What was I'm not he smoking? telling you. Because okay. <laughs> the face of Bo, it's like, it just it it seemed like... That's what I love about Doctor Who is that th things that seem like one episode gags, like, you know, Face of Bo, second episode of the well, new... I just want to see that episode where you get stung by a bunch of bees, beheaded, and thrown into a jar. <laughs> that's that's going to be a great one. There's a bee, that. a great there's a bee planet. A the really, the, the thing is, that's not the head off my shoulders. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. Now it makes sense. Totally. Now it makes sense. Totally. But anyway, no, it's, it's pretty weird. But uh, to see, I, we used to go in be, between episodes and go into the kind of like the stock room where they kept all of the props and, you know, the, the TARDISes that they would use outside and stuff like that because it was different, different TARDIS that you used. <gasps> God. Yeah. Ones that have lights. Use ones your that... indoor TARDIS. <laughs> use your indoor <laughs> Kids, please, use your indoor TARDIS. <laughs> I found my new boyfriend. <laughs> found him? You already claimed him. What are you talking about? I've already made my mark. He's yours. I've branded him. He is yours. Just anyway. loan him to us every once in a while. You can fucking... Uh, yeah, no, so uh, I used to see the face of Bo. When they store him, they take him out of his big container. I don't so want to they tell whip him out? No, they whip him out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they whip him out, and they slap him on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and he just lays there. And we used to walk past, and I used to go look at him and go, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is it. I mean, you know, it's obviously there's so many things that we just naturally, you know, like especially if Stephen or Russell would say, you know, this is this is just a reality to accept. We go, okay, sure. But I so want to know the story of what, you know, five Happens. billion years in the future. Well, if you, go if you go back and you look at some episodes, and I, I can't... I can't remember if it was in uh, Torchwood or if it was in uh, Doctor Who, but Jack actually says, uh, he rattles off a bunch of lines of how he has been killed. And one of them he says, you know, I have never, I've never put my head on a railroad track. <laughs> Seriously. And so then right away, I thought that all of a sudden that's how it happens. Jack just experiments one day. <laughs> and he gets up, and his body just goes, but his head is right there. Still alive. Yeah, still alive. Get that thing so in a jar. A big put it jar. in a big jar, yeah. But that, that's... Listen, I'll probably be 95 by the time they film, film that, uh, that episode of whatever happens, so I'll really look like the face of Well, <laughs> you're just a giant head with no body. I just, I just assume, like, if you live that long... Like, like one, one person would actually evolve the way that a species would evolve over billions of years, and then it's just, if you, That's you know... That's not how evolution works. Oh, it's a, it's a guy in a rib. What have no. you been smoking? <laughs> I don't know. Just chai lattes. That's about He's as exciting been, as I... It's good, He's though, isn't it? He's been smoking the good word, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to some guys with signs. They're really nice. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Oh, those! Oh, the the ones that are cosplaying as the Christians out front. Those <laughs> yeah. are really great. Uh, they are really. Committed. Those are realistic yeah. cosplays. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what are you cosplaying as? Intolerance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to, I got told I was gonna burn, and then mm. someone else tried to hand me a get out of hell free card. I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah. What booth is this at? Yeah. And they're like, they didn't think it was funny. 
Dude, that's a good card to have. Yeah, man. <laughs> Can you? Sorry, devil. Oh, shit. Foiled again. All right, move <laughs> along. Because obviously the devil in my head is the devil from The Devil Went Down to Georgia by the Charlie Daniels Band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, when isn't that the devil? Oh. The thing is, I get told I'm going to hell all the time, but a lot of my friends are going to be there, so it'll be an absolutely fabulous place. <laughs> It will be it absolutely will be. fabulous. I mean, it'll be a bit warm. Yeah, a bit warm. Everybody will be naked. It'll be fab. <laughs> they will uh, just screen AbFab forever. <laughs> you were stuck watching. I uh, I remember when um, you know when I was first starting to watch Doctor Who and first kind of got a sense of who you are, and then there was a what magazine was some some online magazine had a, a gay man of the year or century somewhere between you and Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, no, that was on AfterElton.com. That was on AfterElton.com. Yeah, and they had yeah. a big competition, and it was all the different, you know, uh, like Facebook and Twitter and everything all getting together to vote for who was the best. You know, listen, if there's two of this that are in the, the public eye and are not afraid to say who we are and we don't have a beard or a woman on our arm, then good for both of us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um... There's well, so what many. If your there's so, has there's, a beard. There's, there's so many jokes that I could do right now, but I okay. Get top sued. three. No, <laughs> no. Oh, look, another glass of urine. What the hell? <laughs> Stand up. You're a doctor too. You're the urine zombie. <laughs> no, she's from Children's Hospital. Jesus, I hope she didn't piss in that cup. She probably. I don't think a lady could piss in a cup too easily. Yes, they can. Yeah, really? What are you According stupid? to your girlfriend, she That's can. What you don't oh get, my John. God, is this true? That's what I want. You can pit, can 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 you can a lady piss in a cup? Chris, it doesn't oh, come Chloe, out. Oh, Chloe, you haven't get out of hell. Chloe, she can pee in a over cup. Here. Look at her. She's like Hooker Bell. <laughs> yeah, I have my get out of hell free card. Yeah. Yay. By the way, sorry. Speaking of relationships, I have a question for you. This is my question of the week. Oh, go. Barrowman's question of the week. Sometimes these thoughts come into his head and he wants to get them answered. I hope he gets this question. Down to San Diego's something rhymes with answered. It's John Barrowman's question of the week. Would you, John? Would you? Would you? Would you poop in front of your significant other? No. 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 We've had this discussion. I will not even urinate in front of my significant other. Shut up. Seriously. Why not? Because it's weird. No, it's not. I have what if answer is you have a what? Yes. I have this yeah. dangly bit that shoots pee out of it, and I don't want anyone to see that. I don't even like public restrooms. I'm not going to invite a fucking hey, audience. You don't know true intimacy. But you're proud to show it when it's spitting other stuff out yes, of it, right? Yes. Nah. Yes. What's no, the difference? No. Why no, even are you then, showing no, listen, that to listen, her? It should be even inside then, of her. Even then, I'm like, don't look at me. <laughs> Bad face. Going <laughs> to hell face. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get out of hell free. No, God. really. Well, honestly, I have to ask this because, yeah. like, maybe it's because two men are different. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But, you know, if one's in the shower sure. and one's... On the toilet. Don't that's go aw, because you've all pooped your pee here. Immediately ruining the freshness of his showering. Uh, no. <laughs> with the aroma what's of the, your what's feces. The fucking, what's the big what's deal? What's the problem? What's oh, the problem? I just feel so much shame about me as a person. Well, that's you and your weird yeah, anal yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you? Are you okay with it? I'm fine with it. I'm I guess fine. So, Listen, I'm fine don't with now that. anybody go say John Barrowman would poop on Scott. No, I wouldn't. 
<laughs> but no, near I'm not Scott, talking poop John Barrowman under. would scoop to poop near Scott. I would sit next to him and poop, of course. Oh, if that's he was adorable. In the shower. In the love seat toilet like from Saturday Night Live. Like the love seat toilet from Saturday Night Live, yeah. Flush it together. We have, we have back-to-back yeah, toilets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hon. Tandem. How, how was your day? <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, it's been a... Oh, God. It all got... Something awesome happened to... Boy, hey, John, what? take a look at this. Uh, awesome. <laughs> oh, my God, it looks like James Let's Gandolfini. Let's play Battleships. <laughs> <laughs> or is there any, like, uh, B2? Uh, my hands are occupied. Can you help a brother out back there? Yeah, just yeah. get it out. Oh, please, get yes. it out. That's the reverse Heimlich. <laughs> <laughs> if you play Battleship, okay. the, only, the only answer is B2. <laughs> <laughs> would you... Would you... F- I, I said poop, like I'm going to be embarrassed talking about farting now. Right. <laughs> Gross. Oh, my God. No, I don't like, I won't do that either. <laughs> don't be so <laughs> No, but like in, like in bed. Sure. That's all yeah? I do in yeah. bed with Deanna. Awesome. I, I can't. I can't. I, I don't know what it is. What I is just, wrong with you? I, I am ashamed of the things Chloe, that get come out of, out of my body. I let her set the stage. If she's going to fart in front of me, then it's no holes barred. Oh, no, I, put, I do like Seth's second date for me, because if, like, if, if they're okay with that, then we're going to be okay. Second date. Scott used to go off to the bathroom and not tell me when we first lived to, uh, we moved in together, and he, we were, he's going to kill me for telling this, but <laughs> my nephew Turner will be peeing himself at a party right now in Minnesota. <laughs> um, but, but we used to go, he, he would stay over, and we went to uh, go down to the bathroom like at 7 in the morning and disappear for like 15 minutes. And then come back up, and eventually I said, "Hun, where are you going?" He went, oh, "I'm just going downstairs to the to you know fix something in the loo." I'm like, "Well, there's no broken toilet. He's well, an architect. Now. There's no shower. Your I toilet said, breaks said, at 6:59 a.m. every night. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost toilet." Anyway, go ahead. I said, "Are you going down there to fart?" And he went, yeah. I said, oh, come here. Cuddle up. Yeah. Cuddle up. So I spooned him. Oh, my God. Cuddle farts. Yeah. I spooned him. And you got to make sure you get, you can lift your cheek a little bit, get it right on the thigh. Yes. Okay. 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 And then you just go, and literally, you. Oh, are you doing it now? I just did it. Oh, that was great. <laughs> I can't. I just did it. But it if was you, silent the, but endearing. The action, because it'll, the, 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 your butt will go, and kiss his thigh. <laughs> And it's called a thigh kiss. Now, honest to God, if you do that, you're in, boy. <laughs> you are in. I don't, know, I don't know if I'm going just, to do just that. Just pray there's no follow through. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happens if it's a... That is a, that is a scare. That's wait, a scare. Wait, don't wait. eat a curry the night before, no, honest no, no, no. to God. No. Take it from a gay man. Don't touch curry. Then it, then it turns into a Thai French kiss, which is a whole different... <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, oh, Chris. The sad thing is, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Chris, this is the danger of holding in a fart around a loved one. I, I knew a guy who was uh, who was dating a girl. It was like the third date. They were at her place. She was in a dorm room, had a bathroom right next to her bed. They were making out. He had to excuse himself because he didn't want to fart in front of her. <laughs> he goes in into the bathroom. He's trying to hold it in. He's trying to let it out silently. The gas goes up into his stomach. The pain is so bad, he passes out from the pain, face forward into the sink, busts his face open. This is not a real story. This is a real story. Boyd. It's Boyd this happened to. Oh, really? Yes. 
Oh. His face busts open. And she, like, he wakes up like two minutes later. She's knocking on the door. Uh, he opens the door. His face is covered in blood. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll call someone to help you. And he's like, yes, please. Hold on. And he closes the door, and then he just starts shitting. <laughs> and you know what happened? He heard her laughing. <laughs> I love that we're telling poop stories. Me too. We were, we were down south, and, and Scott and I were driving. Holy shit, oh, John Derman, I love you. We were driving, and we were, I, I had an upset stomach. Really, really bad. Really bad. And we're dry, it was like in Alabama, and two gay men should not get the shits in Alabama. <laughs> I, think I can think of one way. For, for, for multiple reasons, because immediately you're giving the game away, right? <laughs> That's it. So we, I, I said, Scott, I've, I'm really sick. I, I'm gonna, I'm, I think if something's going to happen here. And I literally lifted myself off the leather seats. <laughs> Don't ever do it on leather seats. And I, I, I let the wind break. As they say in Scotland, where you be, let your wind gang free, right? And I, and I followed through. <laughs> followed through. That's what you call it. Is that what you call it over here? Following through, touching cloth? Um... No. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. These are oh my great God. terms. These though. are fantastic. Oh, yeah. And thank you for bringing them touching to America. Touching cloth is like when it's just ready to come out and it's just going. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Exactly. Just a little buddy. A little a buddy. buddy. A bunny nibble. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, I call like... that. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I completely lost it. And so I'm holding myself. I'm going, Scott, we have to find a place. We have to find a place. I got to get. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Car's starting to smell. So he pulls down the side by a, like a bayou, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I get out of the car and go, honey, 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 where am I going? Where am I going? Walking like this. Honest to God, I swear to God, hand in my heart, there was a sign that said no dumping. <laughs> <laughs> I took my pants off, took the underwear off, and left an underwear, piece, uh, underpants full of shit hanging on a sign that said no dumping. How did that not make it on the front page of Reddit? <laughs> Welcome yeah, to on, Alabama. Make it on page six. <laughs> Honey, I think Captain Jack Harkness just done <laughs> shit on our no dumping sign. Oh. What are those words you just said? <laughs> what do you where do you come And the sad from? the sad fact is we took a photograph of it. Me standing going. <laughs> oh. That's a very Why healthy attitude about the internet. That's the best fucking thing in the world. <laughs> that's a very healthy attitude about that. What? I, I, that's a healthy attitude about that. I would be mortified. That, that's, that's Next a, time I see you, I want you have to have done is this, a thigh kiss. Don't give we're not, No, we're that's not, a challenge. That, that, this is like something like psychological. You need to break. Wind. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, Chris, you're pent up in a few ways. I don't... Uh, Thank you so much for that. Oh, my God. What are you, are you guys trying to do? Are you serious? Again? Well, if beer's flowing, somebody get me a fucking vodka tonic. Okay. Oh, my God. You're going to get two, 900. Two, two vodka tonics two. for my girlfriend. <laughs> That's fabulous, Matt, right? I was great, wasn't it? What are you going to do later when you get thigh-kissed, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm uh, just going to enjoy it. <laughs> just sit there and enjoy it. Go with the flow. Um, I, I love that... <laughs> it's one of the things I love about Doctor Who, and, and it seems like you're the perfect guy to be playing Jack Harkness because there are no there are no lines in Doctor Who like nothing is off limits like there's so much tolerance and and that's that's kind of an interesting you know uh, there is there's sexual tolerance on the show and racial tolerance on the show well, and you are that way in life as the well the Daleks don't yeah. tolerate anyone no 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 but they don't. <laughs> one thing that I think w that was great you know with uh, Stephen and also with Russell is they took 
they watched us as people, and they watched our personalities and saw how we were dealing with things and, and you know, everyday stuff that we did, and they put it... I'm a firm believer that when you play a character on television, then there's a lot of actors that come to these things, and I saw it today where they just don't talk to people, they don't do anything, they're covered in their glasses, and they're, they're, they're miserable fucks. Yeah. <laughs> right? Corbin Bernstein. Th- what? <laughs> Nothing. Bernstein? He said Corbin Bernstein, yeah. Uh, but the, the thing about it is that... You know, I've lost my train of thought. I completely so lost. I've had one of those moments. It's just you're talking about you're talking about like actors like shielding themselves from everyone and then and then but actually just coming and, and being open and talking yeah, and to people. Yeah, and the thing with with uh, that I believe on television with the characters that you play. You, thank you, thank you, darling. Well, okay. Thank fine. you, Venom. That I'll get it for you. Thank you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Anyway, the, um, the fact of the matter is, if you put a little bit of your real self into the character, it becomes more believable for the audience and also a little more truthful. Okay. And, you know, rather than, I never think of it as playing a character. I always think of it as being, a, being part of me. That's why I think of Jack as being part of me. And it really is because I, I've, I've grown to know him so well and I can tell you everything about him. Inside you, uh, How long have you been playing him? So, like, eight years. Eight years is a long yeah. time, yeah. Yeah, and most people... Most of the people that have been in Doctor Who, or they, they have kind of come and gone, but Jack has been the one that's been there from the beginning. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm proud of that, you know, and it's, like I've always said, if I'm ever asked to go back, I will uh, do it at the drop of a hat. I absolutely yeah. love it. <laughs> Sip. <laughs> that's okay. Nobody's fucking asked me yet. <laughs> there you guys go. See? It's okay, well, yeah. Man, this is the nicest audience. An extra one. I'd love another one. Hold wow. On. Excuse me sure, for sure, leaving please. you for a minute. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. Uh, Here's really the part need, where like, everyone really gets bucks. hammered. <laughs> hey, Chris, this double date we set him up with is going really well. <laughs> I know. I didn't think it was going to go. Oh, they're coming back. Here they, come. Here they come. Hey, guys, how hey, you doing? How's it going? Oh. I have to show you these. Hold on. I got these. Wait these a minute. So uh, awesome. Oh, what? No, I need. Hold on. What do you need? No, I can't get down that low. Oh, okay. You're going to have to stand up. Ready? Sure. What is... Okay. What? What's happening? What's happening? Something's Don't happening. Don't get excited over there, Bell. Yeah. Something's <laughs> happening. Something's happening. Check out the beast. Oh! Yeah. Wait, Matt, take a picture. Get your camera. It's... Get your fucking camera. Get your goddamn camera. Fucking A, hang on. Get your goddamn camera right now. Now that, those are underpants. That underpants. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, I... Awkward prom picture. That was an awkward prom picture, although I couldn't help but notice the fist was aimed the wrong way. (laughs) I can't tell because I've never seen my own ass. (laughs) Only like this. (laughs) Hey, you get as far as the chain, then it's all just blurry. Oh, my God, those are... I I have Batman underwear that I brought to Comic-Con. I'm just not wearing them right now, but they have the... They look like the Batman armor, and they have the... the, Are you fucking kidding me? Another vodka tonic? I am loved, I am loved, I am loved, 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 loved. Oh, let's talk about a lot of the songs, the Doctor Who songs. Oh, the Doctor and I. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God, they're still coming. Okay, no more vodka tonics. No, no more vodka tonics. Actually, give one to my sister. She's an alcoholic. She'll take one. (laughs) Carol. Where is she? Yeah. Carol. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. 
It's still she, going into Barrowman and Blood. She likes to she likes to drink and she's a closet lesbian. So go girls. <laughs> she took two. My nephew will be going, "What? She's what?" <laughs> oh no, my. he always knew. He's been calling her a lesbian all his life. That's a horrible son of hers. <laughs> no, he's actually quite honest. Oh, that's very quite nice cool. Doing. Right, Carol? <laughs> You're a closet lesbian. She, she would be there, in the closet. Oh, never mind. It was going to be. <laughs> anyway. were, you, were you always this comfortable? With, like, or did you have to learn that? Or did something happen? Or did you just, did you know at a young age? And then you were like, you know what? I'm just. But... <laughs> oh, my God. Come on, guys. No, no secrets between sailors. I can't What's up? say that. Uh, can I? No, you I can, can say it if you want. I can tell everyone what you just whispered. Yeah, of course. Are you, you can. sure? I don't care. All right. He just grabbed my head and whispered no, no, in my ear. I go, how did you know at a young age? Just whispered my ear, somebody put a dick in my mouth. <laughs> I like I wanna see I wanna see a Wonder Years moment where a guy's just hanging out Whoa, and a guy gets a do? dick put in his mouth and it's like, and that's when I knew. <laughs> no, but he's like I get by a little, little help from my friends. No, I've always been comfortable. I've I've literally never was, you know, maybe probably for about all of 10 minutes in, in school, I probably was worried about what people thought about me. But I never, ever let it bug me. I never, I, I never wanted to be anything but myself. I don't know. It's, Nor should it's, you let it bug you. Were you, did you grow up in the States? I thought you were like half, half and half. Did you grow up, in, did you live in England and then grow up in the States? I, I, grew, I was born in Glasgow, Scotland. Yep. Uh, I left uh, Glasgow when I was eight. And then I was raised in the Midwest, south of Chicago, a place called, uh, woo. <laughs> Aurora and Joliet, Illinois, was where I grew Aurora up. Aurora, Illinois! Because yeah. that's uh, where Wayne's World takes place, John. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, we better go. And then, uh, you Aurora know, went to over here. Yeah. I went back to the UK in 1989. So, um, and you've been there ever since? I've been, I've been actually in Britain. Uh, I'm British by birth, and uh, I'm a naturalized American citizen, but I've been longer in the UK than I have been in the US. Oh, wow. So... Because you, you do, I mean, there, there's no, there seems to be no British affectation, and it's funny, like, some people just go to England for a week. Uh, son, see, if I'm wanting to get you down or Lee or something, that's what I was told. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, but I'm going to get you down on the you ground. Don't, you don't have to know what I'm saying, you're going to do it, <laughs> There's I tell another vodka tonic coming. I might oh have to God. switch. But no! See, no more! My God, they're just piling up. No mas vodka y tonic. When I, when I sit with my <laughs> sister, when Carol and I talk together, we speak like this and when we're with my mum and dad or my brother Andrew and you know the immediate family I speak Scottish but when I'm with people and this is probably the one time that I was bullied as a kid because of the accent so uh, with Americans I always speak with an American accent but in Britain I've been hired as an American so I just continue to use it but when I go up to Scotland this is really schizophrenic <laughs> when I go up to Scotland to film some TV shows I do a big entertainment show for the BBC and when I go up there to film it off camera, I'm talking to the audience like that. Okay, we're going to be running this. And as soon as the camera goes, I switch back into the American. So it's just bizarre. That's weird. That, yeah, because <clears throat> I didn't know about the Scottish time. I'm bi-dialectical. It's pretty, but it, it's a, but it, it's, uh, you can usually tell when an American's trying to do a Scottish accent. Oh, oh it's awful. It's water, everyone. Oh, that's water. Oh, this is for me. Oh. That's not a chai latte. You're fired. <laughs> Because I don't drink alcohol. Mur, mur, mur. Thank you very much for my water. <laughs> you never sound bitter about it either. You also no, I don't poop in front of people. <laughs> that I don't do. It's never going to happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen. There was a scene in, the, in the, the Life and Death of Peter Sellers with Jeffrey Rush 
and that that always horrifies me, where he's Peter Sellers is just shitting, and then uh, Charlize Theron comes in and she tells him she's pregnant, and then like two poop plops hit the toilet. Uh, that reminds me of another classic, Dumb and Dumber, where <laughs> where Dumb uh, put a bunch of uh, poop juice inside Dumber's. <laughs> <laughs> poop juice. Poop juice. Poop juice. Yeah. <laughs> dumber. Dumb and dumber. So, dumber. so are these two guys. One is dumb. <laughs> oh, the Jonah. other is dumber. Jonah, that's that's fantastic. Thanks, Chris. Uh, how many cons is this for you now? How many? I think it's is my fifth. Yeah. And it. Yeah. And it's it's really cool because every time that I've done the con, I've done the con. Um, <laughs> I've done it under, with a different company. Like, for instance, one might have been with the BBC, one was with BBC America, then I did it with Stars, and this time, you know, I'm not going to write them off, but this time Who I'm here... Who treated you the worst? Who tre- <laughs> oh. I'm not going to tell you, because I still work for all of them. <laughs> but um, this time that I'm out here, obviously, to do this and also to host uh, the show for G4 tomorrow, Yeah. Um, which I'm, I'm excited about, but also I'm a bit scared. That's a, be, that's a I'm a bit scared program. because some of the TV shows don't get this. Some of the TV shows that I'm interviewing the people from, we don't get them in the UK. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay? I bullshitted many I, interviews right. today. They're, I, don't, I just think some of them are not going to talk. Don't worry no, about no, it. They'll talk. You know? You'll be, be great. Okay, good. It's fun. I host an attack today. rely on Candace. <laughs> I'm gonna be on. A, I'm gonna be on attack today, and uh, I mean, I was you on. Were, a t- yeah, you were there. Today. I was there today, and yeah. it's great. You're up in the turret. You can really see. Uh, like, you really get a, a view of Comic Con that you yeah. would not. That you don't get from the floor. I've been interviewed up there before. It's great. It's great. It's a re- It's the bird's eye view. So if you're around tomorrow, come and see us because we're gonna do some audience stuff and things well, like how that. Is this? Yeah. You're that's gonna like, pick up that's like people up by the head and lifting them. Do you prefer Do you prefer hosting or acting or do you just like performing in I general? I never answer that question because Oh the do- the doctor and I. Yes, we were going to talk oh, the about Oh, do- we were. Yes. I love that you're random. Yeah, I am. I just jump around. But I, I but that. I remembered that and I wanted to get I wanted to ask about Um it. yeah, the doctor and I was uh at Myron we rewrote the lyrics um uh, Stephen Schwartz and myself took the song from Wicked, uh, The Wizard and I, and we rewrote some of the lyrics, and um, I, I know. All right, I don't know, I don't, Listen, it. I don't know if I remember the, the, the words, really. When I meet the doctor, when I prove my worth, and when I meet the doctor, what I've waited for since, since birth, and with all his doctor wisdom, by my looks, he won't be blinded. Do you think the doctor is dumb? Or like Oods, he's so small-minded, no. He'll say to me, Jack, he'll, <laughs> I'm just screwed it up. he said to me, I see who you truly are, Jack, a man on whom I can rely. And that's where we'll begin, the doctor and I. There you go. Fucking sweet. <laughs> that's awesome. If you want, you can download it off of iTunes. It's on iTunes, yeah. It's on iTunes, and, and video we, re- of it and we the, recorded the... it with a huge, massive orchestra and did a whole big... In fact, I was asked to go to Australia for Christmas to, um, ho- to host uh, doctor, the symphonic concert of Doctor Who. But yeah. you said no, because it's summer during Christmas there, right? You were like, Well, no, I, yeah, and I also don't have, I don't have the time. I've already committed to something over Christmas. So, Good job. Yeah, you know? Planning ahead. Well, what an Make interesting aside. Make sure I can look aside. after you. Don't worry. <laughs> it was for me. How did they now, did, John, did the, you did the, just did, shot Antiques Road Trip, correct? Oh, my I God. Did. Yeah, Matt's been freaking out about are you this. A fr- are you a I fan? I fucking yeah. torrent that show. That's all he talks about. <laughs> I love it. You're Antiques perfect for each other. You. Who is your expert? 
Uh, my expert was David. David Harper. Yes, David Harper. He's very good. good. He's he, very good. He taught me quite a few things, and I learned that, that with the stamp on Everyone the bottom of antiques. Everyone else could go to sleep. Uh, you know about the stamp on the bottom of antiques, because I, I collect some things. Are we just are referring to the hallmark or what? The, well, it's not really the hallmark of where it's made. <laughs> yeah. Because if it says, if it just says England, I told you it means it's after for each the 1920s. Other. I know, but I was stuck in it. It says made, about I, it made show in England. It's okay, we, we could just before, plan the pizza party for uh, later. The the I've never wanted right. to shoot myself it's in fabulous. the fucking face so more than I do right now. So what'd you buy? You buy some silver? I thought it would be really great to have two of them together, but I realized it's just But it wasn't really an old airplane. I bought a grandmother's clock. excluding us. You know how people like to exclude you? And then I also bought I feel like you get me more than anyone else I've ever met. I feel the same way. I'm so glad this happened. The name Oranges. Four hundred pounds. I spent everything. Nice. And I, spent but I made, I made money. Oh, I spent yes. everything and I made money. Sorry, I'm were you guys excited. saying something? No, no we no, were just no, uh, no, 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 no. You guys we were... have your fun. That <laughs> <laughs> was, was so excited about. that you were doing Antiques Road. It was really oh, good. We God. made money. It was for children in need, and uh, which is a British charity to raise money for kids. And uh, we, I, we did, we made thirty-five pounds. <laughs> we, I we, am we, so we, mad at you for ruining that for me. Uh, spoilers. We spent four hundred and we made thirty-five. Yeah, what a fucking no, loser! No, that's like a thousand U.S. dollars. What thirty-five dollars <laughs> in, in your country? Oh, you came to America. I thought you said thirty-five pounds. Yeah, uh, I even tried. I even got. I bought. <laughs> I bought a Captain Jack doll that I found for one pound. <laughs> and then there was another one that I that was for a ten pounds. It was mint condition in the box, and it was Captain Jack with the coat, the better Captain Jack doll. Oh. And I got the guy down from ten pounds on that to three. Right. So why did he make you pay for it? Weren't you like, huh, 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 huh? Doesn't work that way. Oh man! I wish. That's bogus. I wish because I'm going ah ah ah, and he's going fucking money, fucking money, fucking money. <laughs> And that lasted three hours of those two interactions. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Ah, ah, fucking money, fucking money. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> How was that? I like you, too. <laughs> I got a sandwich here. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Please yeah. take them off my like hands. Sandwich, the unhealthy part is on the outside. <laughs> yeah. It's always the best one to eat. It's though. a Monte Cristo. We are a Monte We're Cristo. Monte yeah. Here's the lean meat, and these are the yeah. buns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's 100% a- Angus, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> It might be lean, but it's never mind. <laughs> let's, hit, let's hit the second one, kiddo. You, oh my god. It. Yeah, you're gonna get it. Not <laughs> All right. Not that uh not that I'm asking you to pick favorites, but what dynamic did you cause you, you worked with a lot of different I mean you had you had Eccleston, you had Billy Piper, you had Tennant, the, like what what you want me to pick? No, you don't <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'll pick. Okay. <laughs> oh, it was I so have, quiet. I have to say um, I, love, I love the show Doctor Who like everybody else. You get on the journey and you go and you live the, in those different worlds and you live in the world of Doctor Who. But I have to say my favorite <gasps> is David Tennant. Yeah. Oh. And that obviously is because where David and I, David was such an incredible doctor and also I got to live in that world with him and, you know, we... It's weird to think that we've become a part of iconic kind of British television history, and it's amazing. And I'm proud to say that he was my doctor and I was his Jack. Oh, that's Aww. wonderful. That yeah. is adorable. But I also, one of my favorite is, was Elizabeth Sladen. Yeah, who oh, of course. Who unfortunately yes. passed away. Of course. And 
uh, I, I did a, an interview with uh, the Doctor with Doctor Who magazine after it happened, and I said, and it's really truly every every uh, uh, companion or assistant, whatever you want to call them, or friend of the Doctor, no matter who you are, I I'd say to them that you cannot be that person in the TARDIS and not have looked at Elizabeth Slade and Sarah Jane Smith and taken something from it because she was the quintessential oh, yeah. assistant and yeah. she was the, she was the mother of our ship so you know but anyway that's sorry and, that was a little depressing no no it wasn't no, no, depressing it was, it was lovely but I always like to I was like to honor her because she was such a lovely lady yeah, yeah. and I, she looks like someone you want to hug yeah. yeah, everyone. People, people were really, really saddened. Uh, oh my gosh, it was it was a massive, massive thing for the UK because she was such an again an icon of television. Yeah. So yeah, but you know she's in the spirit world with us. She held up all right too. I would have yeah. Beautiful. She really did. She was beautiful. Matt a lot Lyra, of people would have. Yeah, gentlemen. Right? Yeah. Are you guys have you have you been to Gallifrey One yet in Los Angeles? Have I been what to Gallifrey One? Gallifrey One is a do- is a Doctor I, Who convention. I have it? been invited, but it, it's it's not because I don't want to do them. It's because my schedule is so is busy. <laughs> he's British. He's British. He's, he's British. He's British. He's British. Matt, he's do you British. hear this idiot in America? <laughs> he's British. I Pata- learned that. You know word. what? You know what? One drives me nuts in hey, the states. Hey, you got beer. You got another beer. Oh, thank oh. you so much. What uh, drives me nuts in the states? What? All right. <laughs> the. Careful. I can't even remember careful, how you careful. how they say it in America. Remember the people the signs. <laughs> we say bruschetta. Right. Bruschetta. How do you say it? Bruschetta. Uh, I, it's I, so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> bruschetta. Shut up. Wait, who the fuck says bruschetta? I say bruschetta. On the television, they're Italian. advertising it. Uh-oh. They say, and a massive steak with shrimp and bruschetta. Oh, that's because Where the fuck have you come from? Are you, Olive they're Garden. coming from Red Lobster. Exactly. <laughs> Red Lobster, Olive Garden. That's where you're seeing those commercials for, bruschetta. right? Bruschetta. Yeah, but this, you say bruschetta. This is I the same bruschetta. company where we had a present that said nuclear, so I don't yeah. know if that's... Nuclear. Yeah. yeah, they say nuclear. Yeah. Thank God he's gone. Yeah. I mean, there's no... <laughs> there's yeah. no... But there's He'll another thing. I don't, say, I don't say croissant. I say croissant witch. <laughs> Croissantwich. Croissantwich. Yeah. I had a teacher in high school. Her name was Mrs. Croissant, uh, and we used to call her Miss Croissantwich. <laughs> no. She must have she loved hate, that. She oh, hated it. Like it. Didn't like it at hated all. Hated it. Hated it. Miss <laughs> 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 Croissantwich, what's the question? Terrible. You can't send me to detention. I'm a fixed point in time. Where are you Where going? Are you going? He's going to get the beer. Another oh. one? Oh, go get your beer, yeah. Oh, is that the same one? Yeah. You got to no, go pee, you don't look, you? All right, go get your you beer. Hey, listen. By the way, I'm, my sister and I are doing a signing uh, tomorrow after I do the G4 thing. Are you really? Where? What time? Well, we're doing it at the Simon & Schuster booth because I've, we've written together a book called Hollow Earth, which is now being released in the States. Oh, do tell. And it's, um, it's a, a book for, uh, we wrote it for in the, the UK market and also for this market for like 8 to 13-year-olds. But we also wrote the book um, uh, because it's a book that we would read ourselves and a lot of adults have really got into it it's about twins who have special powers they're called animares and they can animate and draw things and put themselves into it or bring the paintings uh to life or artwork and create situations to manipulate things that through uh we wanted to get bring art and paintings and stuff into it and they travel from london all the way up to an island in scotland called Auchinmarn, which mern was my it's all like kind of family stuff that's in it it's really kind of cool but very, very good novel, and uh, we're, Carol's working at the moment on the second. Uh, uh, it travels all the way from England to Scotland? What is that, like 300 miles? <laughs> you better keep your bitch in line, John. You, you, yeah. <laughs> no lube. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessary. 
<laughs> I had Thai food. <laughs> Slipping slide. <laughs> you just it's like one of those one of those things you used to use as a kid and put the water Slip on it. Or a crocodile mile. Oh, uh, <laughs> crocodile you're wrong, mile. You run, you jump, you hit the bump, you take a dive. That's all you really got to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Hollow Earth is the name of the book. Hollow Earth. Yeah. It sounds like, like, a, like a Miyazaki kind of story, like in a Japanese uh, old like thing. Stop being weird. No. Jonah. Nope. No. I heard uh, edamame. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you've had four beers. Oh, I've had oh this is not good. Anamare. Edamare. Yeah. Edamame uh, is... Um, Tasty treat. We yeah. are all just counting down the days to when I have to give Jonah a piece of my liver. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> but Jonah's going to wake up and we're like, oh, I really wonder what Jordy LaForge would do. What's happening no! to me? <laughs> That's when the suicide becomes real. This week on Myra's Liver. Oh. <laughs> Um, watch that program. So we have another special guest. I, want, I would love you to, for you to stay out here if you can, John. Oh Raymond. no, get rid of me. If no, you no, want please to. stay. Please stay. Please stay. This He's is a very special guest. You a really good hint. We, uh, we, I wanted to have someone come out that I thought uh, uh, Matt Myra would want to meet. Uh, and he's doing a show for us on the Nurse Channel. So please welcome Baba Booey, Gary Delabate. Hey! It's like my birthday show. <laughs> How are you, mate? This is Gary? Matt Myra. A pleasure. Do you want a chair? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it really of, goes downhill immediately as soon as. Gary oh my God, you guys! Here. Come on, what happened, nerds? Let's let's pull it together. No, this is what this is. This is kindness. <laughs> it is. This, this, this is, is the greeting. Love. They throw shit at me and call me. When people <laughs> when people started doing this, do you listen do you listen to the Howard Stern show? Do you get the Howard Stern show in the UK? I know the Howard Stern show. Okay, yeah. so Gary's Gary's not. And, and so uh, Gary, you, when. Was there any point where you were like, please stop shouting that at me? Yeah, one time I was at the local grocery store, and I was the only one in the store, and the guy that worked there who was bored got out of the thing, and he's like, baba booey, baba booey. <laughs> but I got to tell you, I had the greatest today of all places. This could only happen at Comic-Con. I had the greatest baba booey shout-out ever. I'm walking down the street, and I get like 20 a day, so I was so tired. I was coming from, from, from over at the, the place, and I... Uh, uh, somebody goes, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. And I just sort of waved. I didn't even turn around. So it got closer, and I heard the voice, and I immediately recognized the voice. How many people are here are fans of The Wire? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was Bubbles. Bubbles from The Wire. <laughs> Baba Booey'd me at Comic-Con. I'm like, Bubbles. He's like, what's up? So how, uh, how, how are you? How's it, going over, how's it going over there in the, in the Stern Show now? It's going great. It's going yeah, now great. that you guys have so many days off. Jeez. Uh, I knew you were going to go with that, Judd Apatow. <laughs> I know. Well, I heard, I heard, uh, I heard Howard kind of tear into someone about that. Because they're like, Judd. Oh, he, he just got mad because Judd Apatow had written a tweet about how he wasn't happy that we weren't working as much. But they worked it out. It's all worked out. Oh, it's all worked out. We yeah. don't like enemies anymore. Oh, good. <laughs> Theoretically. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, I, morning radio was something I did for like about a year and it ruins it just I don't know how you're able to still be up right now I mean you, what do you, you get about like 3.30 4 o'clock in the morning to get ready for the show you get used to it really quick though I mean you get up early and, and, and there is a good element to it eventually when you get used to it you do have the rest of the day to yourself liar <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is really great when it comes to uh, Christmas because I would go Christmas shopping at 2 in the afternoon on weekdays and never have to go in on the weekend because I was off work early Glad it paid off for that one week a year. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look on the bright side, my friend. I gotta find something good about it. I mean, when, when, so when, you know, when the whole, because Stern is endlessly fascinating to me because he really changed 
sort it sort of did to radio what Norman Lear did to television in the sense of like really bringing kind without, of a, without Howard Stern there would be no podcasting. No, well, there would with, be I no mean, people talking. There wouldn't into be a lot of things about, about Howard, but he really brought like an honesty and a humanity. And what I saw just having worked in television and having to do like those radio tours all the time where you call like 10 radio stations And then you see how bad it is. You see how bad it is and you see how many people think that all Howard's doing is just like, like you call in dudes and they're like, hey, we got a couple of hookers in studio. And you're like, fucking shut up, come on. Well, I think the best example of that, do you watch um, Parks and Recreation? Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a radio show on there and it's like Jim and the Douche. And the guy's like, hi, I'm the Douche. And that's what, that's what these guys do in, like the, in the, you know, the Midwest markets. But I think Howard even changed a lot of stuff that we, when we went to L.A. and we got really big in L.A., I really did see some of the language on television start to change because, you know, he was in there, you know, sort of breaking down those walls every day. Yeah. And I, I, I remember seeing, I was thinking this, this kind of freaked me out because I think this was about 20 years ago. Did you guys do the pay-per-view special in like 91 or 92 where he but was... But Bongo Fiesta, very yes. proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and, and he comes up like on a toilet as Fartman. Oh, no, no. The, no you're, you're that confused, the that's you're that's confusing. the uh, negligee and underpants. No, wait a second. That's not it. It's uh, the, uh, Miss well, Ro- yeah. uh, Rotten New Year's Eve. Was when he came up on the toilet in and Newark, the New Jersey. Bongo Fiesta was the was the movie awards. Yeah, no, no, no. The movie awards are a totally separate thing. So Let's get it right. Who so cares? I care. He cares. How how quickly? I mean, how? I mean, I saw the movie Private Parts, obviously, which was a you know, I'm sure it was a sort of a condensed kind of comedically but enhanced. Pretty, pretty well uh, true to how it all went down for the most part. What year did you start working for him? '84. Uh, oh my gosh. Christ. What was the worst thing you guys got in trouble for? From, uh, like, our owners or yeah, yeah. from the FCC? Two, th- that can be two separate uh, questions. Yeah, if I told you, <laughs> you... Two questions, two answers. <laughs> from our owners? Yeah. I know this is the stupidest yeah. thing. I spilled a jar of maraschino cherries on the carpet in the, uh, in the studio. What? And they wanted me to fucking pay for it. Shut up. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they had just built the studio, the carpet was new, and they were outraged. Why did you have maraschino cherries? Because we were doing a Super Bowl party and we were getting massages from these girls and they were doing it with cherries in their mouths. Oh my God. <laughs> That's the truth. Of course you were. That, I, I left that part out. <laughs> so what, uh, what about for the FCC? What was the worst thing? I don't know. There was all sorts of stuff. I was, also uh, maraschino cherries. They, they got heavy with you guys. Yeah, you, you know, the thing with Howard was they, never, they would never say, here's what you can't say. They would just tell us after the fact, you can't say that. And we were like, well, how do we know? You never told us what we can't say. Right. And it became this sort of roundabout thing. Well, I think especially because, just because the FCC works are the way even standards on television works, which, you know, you know, cable television is not regulated by the FCC, but still, it's very loose the way that they just kind of go, well, I don't know, someone probably will be offended by that, so you can't right. say that. You're like, but can you just give me some kind of guidelines? It's true. Is there, are, are the rules different in, uh, in, like in English television? There it seems are, like there's a lot of cursing, a lot of nudity. Well, there are. But you, after, uh, you can't, you can, as, if it's in a medical book and it's before 9 o'clock, you can say it. So you can say penis, you can say uh, breast, <laughs> yeah. you can say rectum, you can say scrotum, nipple. Is taint in the book? Is taint in the book? There's taint in a medical journal? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> like it's I said, but it, after 9 o'clock, you can say fuck, shit, Piss, arse, bastard. Uh, you have to get permission to say "see you next Tuesday." Oh, you can yeah. say. You, wait a second, Who you do can you say, ask? The Queen. <laughs> <laughs> she would. She would know. 
No, no you, I here declare. No, you have to. You have to submit this a form. Is approved. You have to submit a form to the Ministry of Cunts, and yes, then you they do. will tell you. If Certainly, you, can you say do. It. And because if, if you want to put it in a script, you have to get so much approval to say it. But if they approve it, and if it's relevant, you can say it. Do you um, know? Can you tell me a situation where it was approved? Like, I'd love to know the scenario oh where it was like okay. I don't know because I, in most of the Doctor Who and Torchwood script, we wouldn't <laughs> say it. Oh, you should start. But saying no, it. no, I, 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 that's something I can get back to you on later to see which was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't off the top of head. Top uh, of head. Top of head works, I guess. Yeah. You'll but be doing not, it. you can't have too much. <laughs> You can't have too much violence on British Well, that's the thing. You can't, I heard in British television, and this is just sort of the funny, just the, how, how different American and British television is, is that, you, uh, that British television will not show someone shooting a gun, I heard, or you can't no, show... Well, Captain Jack, if you notice, in the, you know, eventually, I could never... I did it a couple of times, and we got in trouble for it. You cannot hold a gun and point it down the, the lens of a camera to the audience. You, you, they would rather... Do they know how television listen, works? No, I know, but it's I... It's not real. No, but I think... I, I, they still is, think the train's going to hit them. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is good, though. We would rather show sex and lovemaking than killing. And here we get all, like, you. they'll show. Yeah. I think I may have told this story before. My buddy Mike Furman worked, uh, did visual effects for CSI Miami. And there was a scene where there was, a, like, a crime scene where this girl had been murdered. And they were like, oh, can you just blur out the corner of her areola? And, like, her entrails were out. Yeah. And they're like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, no, that's all the time it's stuff like that, yeah. But, but it's funny, because, like, Luther, which is a show that I love, that Luther's a pretty violent show for British television. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, but they don't... Uh, I'm not as, as familiar with Luther and, and what, what happens in it, but I do know that violence, you have to get approval for things like that. And, you know... It, we try. We try to be. I don't, I'm not a spokesperson for British television. You should I, be. Or violence. No, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to get on. You know, because some newspaper will pick up what I've said tonight. And they'll be like, John Merriman says he knows all about British television. It'll be the Daily oh, Mail you. too, right? Oh, yeah. It'll be the Daily yeah. Mail. Oh, oh yeah. Newspapers are still made in the 1920s. That's great. The what? <laughs> in the 1920s. Yeah, they talk like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Today on the Nasally Today Times. Today the, the world. John Merriman <laughs> exposes his Batman fisted arse on <laughs> television. And did someone just say cunt? It's the queen. <laughs> Out for a stroll in the garden in the front of Buckingham Palace. I've never said it on air, ever. You haven't? Cunt. Yay! If anywhere, I'm glad I was here. I'm really, well, yeah, I'm glad I lost my... My congenity. I lost my congenity on I the nerd. I sadly could make no such claim. I would ask Gary a question. Gary, do you have a least favorite member of the Whack Pack as far as annoying you at work? Um, I gotta think about that. It's, is it ass napkin Ed? I feel like it no. Is. It's probably uh, it might be ass napkin Ed. It might be <laughs> ass like It's a guy. It's a guy who calls our show all the time, but then he calls me a lot off the air when I get in the morning. And I check my voicemail. It's seventy-five percent him. Oh my god! <laughs> because he's dr- he drinks, he drinks, and he gets drunk, and he leaves long messages and that sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, how, how, I mean, this show must have done so much to form who you are just in life. Having to be kind of the center, that like sort of the, the person wrangling all this stuff and this whirlwind around Howard, because he just basically he just tells he's like, yeah, make that, and then you have to make all this shit happen and deal with these people. Right. I, I enjoy it though. I really do. I, I, I really have come to enjoy. 
dealing with midgets, strippers, porn stores, etc. I mean, did you when <laughs> when that you, sounded so rehearsed? <laughs> I know, no, I love it. And Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> did you when when you guys made the move to Sirius? Um, was was it? Uh, was it liberating, or did you feel like, oh, well, maybe the show's not going to be as edgy because now that we can say a lot, like, because part of the magic is having to work around FCC regulations. It, it, it was totally liberating on two levels. The first level was that there were no commercials or very limited commercials, and when we were terrestrial radio, we were up to, like, 22 to 23 minutes of commercials per hour, which is really a lot for that's radio. That's a lot, yeah. Uh. That's, like, that's like TV numbers. But the second thing that was liberating, and, and I saw this in a lot of interviews, and the first one, I think probably within the first six months, we had Chris Rock on the show, and um, Howard and Chris Rock talked for about an hour and a half. It sounded like two guys sitting in their living room, and I think they used the word shit once. But they didn't have to, like, dance around. When they talked about stuff, they talked about it very forthright. Yeah. And they didn't have to dance around it. It just seemed more liberating. It seemed more, everything was more at ease. And I think that goes with most of the interviews that go on there now. Does Howard seem... Uh, I mean, Matt, Matt's right. I mean, I don't know if there would be this kind of podcasting without... Howard uh, in the world. Do you, did it? Does he still enjoy doing the show, or is it just sort of like he's like, yeah, we're just kind of ride it out. No, no, he totally enjoys doing the show. We were just—I was just talking to him yesterday for about a half an hour, talking about stuff that we're doing on the air next week, and he still—he still got it. He's still up for doing it. Does he like doing America's Got Talent? He loves that. Loves yeah. doing that show. He's Anybody watch judge. America's Got Talent? He's a good judge. He's a very good. All right, judge. three of you. Yeah. Oh, when he hugged that kid. <laughs> You I didn't that? see that, no. Oh, it was great. Because we don't watch America's Got Talent in Britain. <laughs> I just seen the online. Britain's got its we own talent. Britain's got its own talent. Yeah. <laughs> that's where, yes, that's where we got Susan Boyle was from Britain's Got Talent. Oh, right? thanks for Oh, thank you. I dreamed a dream in time gone by. <laughs> it's because I you had that was as good. <laughs> do, you know, do you know that she sold 800,000 CDs? First of all, who's buying CDs? She, bought, she sold 800,000 CDs in her first week in this country. Oh, Jesus is, Christ. She, she so she's is, set. She, she is way set. She's single. Yeah. She has sold more records worldwide than I think it's like Celine and Madonna. She's what? Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's a whiskey talking. Sounded good. She is. <laughs> she is so, I'm, I'm an expert. She on is the so boil. more than Elvis and the Beatles. I do know. <laughs> I do and know. Then she, she beat up a polar bear. Pepsi. Jesus. She's and she's had sex with the Rolling Stones. <laughs> you just gotta yell. I know exactly. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, it's like a family Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> gotta yell to be heard. When you've been doing a show, so you so you've been on the show for twenty eight years yeah. now. So uh, what what is it like? What's the essential element that keeps the show fresh to you and doesn't you know just sort of feel like ah another day at the office like. I don't know. It's, 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 it's basically him talking about his life and everybody be, you know, we always talk about that the show's so honest, but when we come in and we talk about shit that happens to us, like I'm going to be talking on Monday about how Delta bumped me off a fucking flight Ooh, because it was 600 Delta. pounds overweight and they pulled four people off randomly. <laughs> Jesus oh Christ. Oh my gosh. It's, the randomly. flight left without me and four empty seats. Oh, because they had too much luggage. Yeah. So they had to deliver somebody's... Yeah, because, some because nowadays, nowadays, on air, yeah, nowadays on airlines, cargo's more important than people. It's absolutely true. But I mean, yeah, talking about our daily lives, for whatever reason, still seems to be very interesting to people, especially Howard's life. That first hour of the show every morning, that's my favorite. Well, you are oh, a fan. That's yeah. a, that's the ramp up from 6 a.m. to 7, or like 7.30 Matt, now. Matt is, Matt is a super fan. I, I can tell. I listen every day. Of the Howard. So you could ask him anything, and he'll probably know the answer. The, the, the first hour is where a lot of the activity happens, because we have guests later on in the 
the show. So the first hour, if someone's going to end up uh, on the hot seat, that's generally where it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. That's where Scott the Engineer usually gets the most yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting because to have a show that is as successful as that show and has sustained that for so long... I mean, I almost, you know, I, I sort of see some of the parallels with comedy and like when comedians get really successful, they get comfortable, they make a lot of money and then all of a sudden they sort of lose their edge because they're just not as, I don't know, hungry or they get comfortable. I don't know what it is. So, so I guess where, how are you guys able to maintain the humanity of the show? Well, I mean, it's not, listen, nobody on that show is the same person they were 30 years ago, but it evolves day by day. It's not like we took two years off and came back. And so I think that just doing the show every day and everybody just evolves. The evolution of the show is what keeps it fresh. Is terrestrial radio just, I mean, it's, I don't, obviously, I don't, I don't know if it'll ever go away, not, you know, in our, anytime in the near future, but it definitely is. It's in bad shape. Yeah. It's, I mean, financially, you know, it's in bad shape. They, don't, they really can't afford to hire big talent anymore. And so it's a lot of local stuff. And, and it, it's a losing industry, lo- you know, financially losing industry right now. Well, as soon as um, as soon as you can, I mean, a lot a lot of cars now are coming with Pandora. But you know, as soon as in the next year or so, when you start seeing cars become mobile hotspots, exactly, then you know, then it's all then it's all over. It's the same as how when you know switching a channel on your television is the same as just like you know getting over to YouTube or digital digital. I mean, it's all digital now, but I mean like web content. Then it really does change the game for everyone. Is that is that horrifying in any way, or do you do you not for you guys are pretty bullish? But I, I think point. that I think that the feeling is like we were satellite only when we started, and now it's available on iPhones that way. And I think that their feeling is that maybe the technology will change, but content is the most important thing. And so it's the NFL and it's Howard Stern and it's Major League Baseball. And if you have the if you have good shows and good content, people will get it however they're going to get it. Do you find that you're getting a lot of new users constantly, I mean users, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, new listeners constantly, or do you, you know, I mean, obviously you have a pretty solid base of people who've been with you probably since the beginning, a we, lot of them. We're getting a lot of new listeners because um, when we first started, it was, in, it was barely in anybody's car, and now for like the last year or two, every car that rolls off has it, and they, you know, they give you the crack, it's the three months free of Sirius Satellite or XM or whatever and it is. And you're hooked. And then what, and you are hooked because when you realize that it sounds better, but the thing is the commercials. Like when I, I'll turn to terrestrial radio every once in a great while, and I'll be like, "How can anybody listen to these this many commercials? It's just commercial after commercial." Yeah. I, I don't listen to when I'm in the car. I don't. I have serious on all the British time. What's British morning radio like? What? What's British morning radio? There's like? a big guy over there. What's the, I met him. Terry Wogan. He wrote, he wrote a bunch of books. He's like a big star over there. What's Wait, Chris? Yeah, what's his last name? Uh, well, there's, there's Chris Morales and there's Chris Evans. They're both Chris on, Evans is the Chris one Evans is on BBC Radio 2. Captain America. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You could barely He's not as that good out. looking. <laughs> He's not as good looking. Um, but there's, yeah, I mean, the BBC, we don't have any commercials on the radio or on television. So programs and uh, radio programs and music are played without commercials. But you have a very limited amount of stations, correct? We do. Well, we have... Uh, Pirate radio? No, it's changed a little bit. But again, there's the, the BBC radio stations are quite solid. But then you go to other radio stations that are the commercial stations. But you're listening to commercials. Right. We have DAB radio, which is uh, digital radio. And uh, that's more so uh, kind of our satellite radio where... Uh, there's not as much commercial interruption and stuff on certain aspects of it, but we don't have Sirius or the other any other. Yeah, Sirius, because a lot of people, you know, Sirius. There, there was a, a little bit of a scare like a year ago. It's like, well, Sirius isn't going to be able to turn the lights on on Monday, and some people go, well, wait. And someone said, oh, it's because they're paying Howard's show so much, and 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 truthfully, I think from from what I understand, it's actually the reason that they. 
should be making a ton of money, but are, but are lo- you know sometimes losing money because they have to make deals with these auto companies to get right. serious packaged with cars, and it just it just costs them like tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on, and then, you know you have to pay the music artists and stuff. You have to pay the ASCAP fees and all that stuff. Also, but- guys, and I don't know business, but I feel like launching a satellite into space costs money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know not if they if launched. You, not if you do it in China. Hey, they have all our debt. That's yep. right. I uh, like com- I like radio commercials though. It's it's so I know when uh, there's a, a sale at Guitar Center. Yep. <laughs> oh, it also always. lets me know. It oh, also, oh, it's always. Uh, it also yeah. lets me know what furniture store is going out of business that week. <laughs> <laughs> or where you get a mattress cheap. Yes. Oh, free. Your eight hundred mattress. The last S. They saved yeah. it for savings. You guys. It, it, it lets me know when I need to get into the zone. The auto zone. Auto zone. Auto zone. Do you guys have auto gla- glass repair? Auto glass no, replace? No, but I want it. No. It's awesome. What's the carpet jingle? Bye, baby. Nine, three hundred. Empire. We're expecting our check. Empire. <laughs> no, don't thing, spike the microphone. The thing that everyone thinks is local because the commercial sucks so bad <laughs> is You're actually right. a national And the guy, the guy, very, the guy who's the guy who used to lay the carpet in the 80s, it's an animatronic now he's a guy CG now. Guy. Yeah. yeah, it's um, a CG it was guy. the car insurance? Like, it's uh, called 1 800 General Now. <laughs> Also and very shitty, but national. Really shitty, but national, yeah. The other Which one... Which is the name of this podcast. The other one was... Uh, <laughs> shitty, but national. Clo- Chloe and I just watched... There was this old, in the late 80s, early 90s, there was like a series of bad survival insurance ads. It was a company called Survival Insurance. And there was all these guys sitting around a table that just, that just looked like uh, like, it was, it was like a bad public access shot commercial. And they're playing poker, and the one guy's like, I'm all out of money. Here's the keys to my car. And the other guy goes, what is it? And he goes, it's a Porsche. And the guy goes, is it insured? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, by survival? No. I'm sorry. I can't take that bet. <laughs> Do you remember that commercial? I don't remember that commercial? I don't remember that, but that would make me buy that insurance. It's on you know the YouTubes. What? This would be the most ingenious way of doing ads in the middle of a podcast. Make fun of them. We <laughs> not, though. There's an, br- ad, there's an ad that I hear locally. It's like a, uh, it's basically a pawn shop, yeah. but they make it sound like it's a public service announcement. We've been helping people for years, and we can help you. And they make it sound like it's like you know, like they're not a business. <laughs> but then we're gonna take, we're gonna take all your treasured memories and give you ten dollars. We'll take your engagement ring. And if get only back. there was a place I could bring gold for cash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I saw a guy with a sign. Oh yeah, it was going all over the how, place. How fast is it turning? Oh, it's great! Up in the air, really, back in his hand. <laughs> really you guys don't have to worry about that stuff. I mean, you don't really have. You can sort of pick and choose whatever you want to be involved. Well, we do with. have ads on the show. But, Ashley but, uh, Madison's but, a big one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know man, what that is? Adorable. Do you know what Ashley Madison is? No. Yeah. Have a discreet affair today. Yeah. It's basically, you know, married you guys. Fuck. It's where women can go to hook with married guys. Yep. They know their demographic. It's okay, Cupid for married people. That's what it is. Except it's just it costs so, yeah, money. Yeah, yeah it's if you want to. Ha- I guess if you want to have a fair, that's that's what you. Yeah. They have very I don't, funny. Jingles. I don't like pussy. I like the other. <laughs> I think they hook everyone oh, up. No. You don't yeah, like yeah. the innies. You like the outies. That's what I call them. There's an oh innie. God, I can does. name an innie. I can name an innie. Thank you. <laughs> I know. I, when I was coming out here, I was like, "Did you want to go out?" I was like, "I'm not gay, and I don't shit in front of my wife. I feel like I have nothing to contribute." <laughs> <laughs> no, but everyone who's on your show does something similar to that. <laughs> Wait, you have not Wait. shit in front of your wife? Wait, why don't you? No, but I have How shit. I have, I have shit in the vicinity, and I get a lot of shit for that. Yeah. Like, in other words, not... like, I'll go where she just arrived, and I get yelled at. I'm like, "Well, what do you want? It's a fucking bed." Okay, so here's... it's your wife. It's your wife that that like doesn't like it. Shouldn't like it. Do you care? 
You would do, do, do it. Me, do I care? So you're brushing her teeth. She's like, I gotta take a shit. She starts taking a shit. Do you care? At this point, no. I'm 20 years in, man. But I think I think I think something you should shit. do. I think you should do something you should do on Howard's show is take a microphone into the bathroom and shit in front of her for the first time. Well, Howard has it. Howard has a. He's very clear on this. He has a no shit, no pee in front of your girlfriend, wife rule ever, ever, I like ever. Him. He feels like he he feels like. He doesn't even know if his wife goes to the bathroom. No, and doesn't Here's want the thing. to know. You could do that. Just don't lock eyes with your wife or, or well, she's doing it. Her. Just I'm don't like. Just don't do it. And go. You. Oh no. Shit. No. No. What you should do is when your wife starts taking a crap, is take off your pants, start masturbating, and suck your thumb at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of things wrong with me. <laughs> I can do weird you stuff too. But you'll show us how you masturbate. <laughs> Oh, like an ape. Uh, you That's really true. were going. True. You really went for it there. I really did. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's called good space work, John. Oh, yeah. well, it's just uh, comedy training. Wouldn't that be weird though if it's like he was doing? It's like yeah, then you're just jerking off and he starts like doing this. No, no. Well, there was a guy. <laughs> He's like, I did. <laughs> Let's get this party started. I know. There, there was a guy because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the corkscrew, the corkscrew. There was a reverse corkscrew, reverse corkscrew. That's how. Oh, and then there's some of the the, the twister, the tornado. Uh, wow, all the way back there. There was a guy that I knew that when he would do it, and he didn't mean to do it this way, but he would be like, "Oh yeah, I'm totally jerking off." He would smear his thumb over the top. And it was like such a window into. We, so bad. We, oh yeah, whatever. Uh, like, why we, would you? We, do, we knew a guy who did this, which I always thought oh, was you know, fucking you know weird. What that is? That's the old Frenchman's tug. That's where you just go <laughs> outward, overhand, and it allows you to get right up to your mustache to twirl. Whoop <laughs> <laughs> me! Ooh, extra wax. <laughs> <laughs> and there has to be an old-time piano playing. <laughs> if you see this one in, in Europe, because of force... <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is awful. That's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. That is the worst thing. No, I saw it. I saw it. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, that Just dick cheese. Like That's that dick like cheese. Like a tiny jar of peanut That's butter. That's a Frenchman's tongue. <laughs> that was some team effort. Fromage, <laughs> <laughs> merci. Oh, oh. Oh, fromage! More vodka tonic. Oh. oh, good God. Hey, ten more for everybody. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I'll just start drinking again tonight. I don't yeah! Know. Hey, I proved I can do it. Oh, good no, God. no, Chris, our money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would go downhill so fast. That's right. Oh, it would say like but a I would have fun for like the first like three like years. We talked it. about that when, when I had all the podcasters on the bowling show. Uh, it was Marin and Barrent and Pardo and me, and we're all sober. We've all been sober a really long time, and uh, and I just I was just like, we always kind of hy- we had this hypothetical like, how much money would it take, you know, like how much to start, and then we started just talking about how you'd have one and you'd be okay. You'd be like, oh, that wasn't so bad, and within like you're like, well, how long do you think it would take? Three weeks? I'm like three weeks a month, it would all be gone, you know. It would yeah. really it would really be that fast. 
It's like cigarettes for me. Like, I'm just like one, and then it's like... And then you're like, oh, I did okay. I guess I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah you really have to know... You almost have to respect the power yeah. of your addiction to, to make it uh, not crazy. Oh, that got real serious real fast. It so. did, but... I was going to lighten it up there, but I thought, no, let them have their moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let them yeah. uh, have their moment. And then, uh, you know, my dad, my dad was crazy with And you know what? <laughs> that's... Uh, that's when I really, as Oprah said, remembered my spirit and got my get-out-of-hell-free card. And that's when uh, everything really... Uh, you know what we have uh, time for a couple of, Jonah? It's a question. It's a comment. It's a question. It's a comment. It's a comment. They don't know what this is. It's, it's a, a question. question. It's when we have a question. It's a comment. 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 Um, I'm going to go up here. All right, good. He's gone. Direct Listen, guys, now, you got to save us. Because what? of the length of the show and because of the number of people here, we can only take five quements. Um, oh. So let's, uh, let me it's see It's like some... a panel. <laughs> now you. it is like a panel. Do you want me to go out and get the question? No. Oh, the comment? Yeah. Oh, I can get the question. Oh, the get comment. The comment. Uh-huh. I'll get, get the, the question, get the comment, get the comment. Question. Um, Quement. You can go oh. down there. I don't. I think it's just Do a corded a microphone. So you'll, microphone? yeah. So you'll just have there's to. A, there's a microphone. Okay. Fuck it. Um, okay. I see this person up here waving their arms. This gentleman here in the front. Um, oh, I want to try to get some. If the first question is. <laughs> <laughs> What's your question? What's your comment? What's hey. your question? <laughs> It's time for Kakioki. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So uh, I actually forgot what I was going to say. Why? Why did you do it? That's so weird. Hold on, though. You inspired me to tell my poop story from last night. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Couple of balls, this guy says. So yeah, um, I just you know wanted to just let everybody know that I took a shit in the middle of downtown San Diego last night in, um, some, in some bushes. Not in and some I, bushes? Yeah. Are you serious? Dead serious. Now, yeah. Did you ever think you'd tell that story in front of a thousand people while rickshawing John Barrowman? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like actually. A weird... Let me turn around. You can trombone me. <laughs> oh, the, right. of the rusty I'll, I'll kind. The rusty <laughs> That'd be I'll rusty. Be that That's would a be a rusty trombone. And th- then you wouldn't have shit in San Diego. You'd have eaten shit in San Diego. <laughs> this sounds like a weird dream. Like, right. you're like, I had the weirdest dream. I was telling this story about how I shit in the bushes and I was uh, cupping John Barrowman's balls and he was on the... Well, that, that, that really happened. Yes. What do you now? Is this, not to get too graphic, but how how do you kind of like I, clean that area at that? I just sort of you know did it. <laughs> he didn't. You know what I, that means, Chris? I, he didn't clean that actually, area. I, or you had like one of those bar, great shits where it's like bar one about wipe, a block you're away done. That had a bathroom that I cleaned up in there. <laughs> are you, are you straight or gay? I'm totally straight. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm seriously considering, you know. Oh, wow. Well, I'm telling you, you'll have to clean that up before you come around me. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I might do thigh kissing and farting in bed, but I don't like pooping in my mouth. 
and I need to poo poo. And I will not shit in front of my wife. Okay, good, good. But I will shit in the middle of downtown San Diego. Yeah, because in front of millions of people. Because you don't know them. There, there was is in the middle of the night, and there was one person that said, "Hey, I think somebody's shitting in front of your house." And you were like, "Comic-Con!" I did it. Yeah. Um, all right, thank you very much. What is your name, so everyone can know? Matt from Portland. Is that really your name? What's your Twitter handle so people can tweet at you? MR underscore Oberts. <laughs> JW Bushits. <laughs> Pooper from Portland. <laughs> All right, thank you for being here, Matt. And please don't shit out there in the lobby. I'll try not to. Okay, uh, one more. Uh, this gentleman right here, right up front. Right if your question is, do, you, do I want another beer? The answer is yes. I'm a huge fan. I love you in that show, Doctor Who and Torchwood. Especially children worth you were awesome in it. Oh, thank you. What's your What's your question, sir? Okay. Uh, I have a comment. Uh, this relates to both of you. Okay. Uh, I want to say f, <laughs> f you and thank you at the same time for giving me Doctor Who. Oh yes. When you said Neil Gaiman's in it, you I'm like, oh, I have to fucking watch it. And now I'm hooked. Up. I'm like, so f you and thank you. I happily accept. I happily accept that. Thank you very much. Uh, hey, uh, Chris, I, I concur. Fuck you. No, Jonah, the other side of that is there was the thank you on the other end, so it was sort of like a kick I, fuck. I, I didn't hear that far. Fuck I you. like this. Is there any... We can't yeah, do yeah, any yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do it. We can do a few more. Uh, this guy right here. Let's get sir. a chick with big boobs down here. Oh. What are you calling... Oh, all right. Well, hang on, sir. Wait, wait, wait. 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 Oh, here's one. No, here's yeah. one. Big yeah. boobs. Yeah. You, you that's what, next. That's you what you guys would do, right? Yes. Yeah. You take Come it. forward. <laughs> big boobs. All right. Well, I wanted to let Jonah know the bar is closed. <laughs> Well done. She works here. Show's over. Thanks, everybody. Thank good night. You. Good night. That was good night. Good night. Yes, sir. Hi. You're the backdoor man for Matt, so. I'm the backdoor man for Matt? Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. No, he's you. my backdoor. You guys. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I went backwards. I have to ask Torchwood. More, please. All I can say is that you guys have to write and email and tweet because we. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! I don't know if that, but but uh, Russell is obviously dealing with something personal with he and his partner because uh, his partner isn't very well, and uh, we've all taken kind of a hiatus and a break. But we don't have any information beyond that. Um, but I I really want to do more. My sister and I have written a no the first major Torchwood novel comes out in October. Oh really? Yeah yeah yeah. Well, that's, so, that's and something I can, I, and I can just say it, that the first chapter of what happened, we have to reintroduce Jack to new readers, sure. and it's absolutely fucking awesome. Okay. I mean, I'm gripped. In October, great. Does it, does it take, off, take from where it left off, the last series? Or is it I'm not telling you. <laughs> You'll have to read the book. Because he doesn't know. All right, uh, two more comments. I see, uh, I want to get some people from the back. Okay, okay wait, 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 wait. Uh, that, uh, that, I, who is, god damn it. Oh, I love all of you and I want to be able to. Uh, do you want me that. to choose? Yes, please. Okay, the girl there in the white. Okay, the white good, shirt. Good, good choice. Good choice. Sorry. But if someone jumps well, off the balcony. Okay. That was the best Wonder Woman run I've ever seen. That was a good one. Okay. I want to know, have you met Karen and Arthur all here? I want to know if you've met them or if you're friends with them or anything. And if you want to work with Matt soon, maybe? 
You're looking at me like you want to do me. She does have that look. Doesn't she? She does have that it's look. That total like that mm. it's like that that prom look of I'm gonna do you in she's, the back of the car. You know what she's thinking in the back of her head? She's like, maybe you just haven't met the right one of us yet. I can turn you. I'm going to fix him. I can bring you back to our side, John. Unless your clitoris is nine and a half inches long, <laughs> I ain't going there. <laughs> well, I No? What? No? She says it is! We have a winner! Happy birthday, sweet 16. <laughs> um, I have met them. In fact, uh, um, Karen stayed uh, in my... Uh, I have a, a condominium in, in Cardiff that I rent to other Doctor Who people who come in making the money. Stop bragging. <laughs> you are uh, very clever. Anyway, no, they've, but I've, Matt and I sat down and talked about stuff before he became Doctor Who. We sat around the table and had a nice meeting. I haven't seen him since. Uh, but uh, I followed him on television, and uh, Karen wrecked the countertops of my uh, kitchen what? in the apartment. Yeah, God knows what the... F she must have been, like, fucking really heavily on top of him Whoa! or something. Whoa! Oh, my God! There was... <laughs> <laughs> How do you think that would have gone down in detail? I, I, I think it was right near the sink, and whatever <laughs> was scraping all over the... The counter, uh, there's like scarring, and she tried to cover it up. <laughs> oh no! She tried to. Cover she tried to cover it up with a wooden breadboard. <laughs> like I don't look under wood. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. You're very welcome. Thank you for letting me touch your boobs. <laughs> All right, uh, two more comments. Uh, you in the green. You let you in the green. Come down. You in the green. Uh, hey. What? I I'm really not gay. Oh my! Wait, everyone just heard I, you say no, that. I've, shh, they don't hear anything. <laughs> I've been telling everybody I've been gay for years. <laughs> Women let me do anything to them. Well, shh, hey, dude, shh, there's dudes. one right there. There's one right there. What? Okay, yeah, shh, cool. don't say be anything. Cool. Yeah. So, hey, John, hey, what's up, girl? What's going on? <laughs> oh, you got fabulous boobs. Thank you. It's good to see you again. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Oh my God, where have I met? I've met her before. Actually, it's probably true. <laughs> 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 what is... I got your autograph last year at the Torchwood signing. You did? Good. I did. I was a very, very lucky person last Good. Year. Awesome. Yes. So, um, since we don't know the future of Torchwood just yet, when can we see you on TV again? Nightline. Antiques Can I just trip. touch your boobs? <laughs> yeah, what are you it, letting her off the hook for? <laughs> she, she doesn't have that aura of, like, touch me. No, this was a defensive posture. Which She's is, asking a respect. decent question. She's a yeah. lovely girl. So what are you going to see? Um, I, on television, I'm, I'm just working with BBC America uh, at the moment because I'm, uh, I've got a format of a show, a TV show, and we're finalizing the deal. It should be this, and, I'm sorry, next week, and uh, I'll be on the screens on BBC America probably, if all goes well, in the fall and then in the spring. Um, and then I'm doing... I've just done two small parts in two movies, so... That's good fun. Wonderful, thank you. You're, you're very welcome. You can have a hug. Can have a one hug. condition. Oh, boy. No, you can have a hug. Thank you. Yay! Thank you. All right. I, I just, I just want to get someone from the back because I feel like they're Balcony. All... Well, they're going to have to... Uh... All right. There's a girl waving her arms up there that we're going to have to wait for. Well, while we're waiting for her, go for someone in the back there. That guy who just stood up. That guy. The, okay, the guy. That guy. That guy. Come on down here. That guy who's crushing all the people in his row right now because he's really excited. Oh, that, that foot's not going to Obviously a big gay. 
Here he comes. No, here I have comes. no idea. Here he comes. Wait, I can I can smell it when he gets closer. Oh yeah, definitely. Really quick, give it up for John Barry. Am I right or wrong? I'm wrong. But my question is, can I have a hug? Oh, hey, hug it John, out. John, John, do your thing. Kiss? <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Oh my God. Might as well. Might as well. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Holy shit, this is one of my favorite live shows ever. There's no way, there's no way that guy didn't at least get a semi. Like, there's no way. It's not called Are a semi, that's you I fucking drive a semi. <laughs> a semi. Yeah, a semi. That's what's wrong. Oh. You got the it's wrong terminology. Bruschetta. Well, I better take these mud flaps off my dick then. <laughs> <laughs> they got Yosemite He's Sam on them. loaded up and trucking. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Come closer. How are you? Hello. <laughs> I don't kiss girls. What? <laughs> Beautiful okay, eyes. I don't mind. Okay. What's your, uh, what's your comment? Well, I'm a huge fan, by the way. Thank you. Thank That's you. That's my comment. Um, my question is actually for the big three. Yep. Uh, Chris, Matt, Jonah. Are you aware of how often you say the word phenomenal in the podcast? It is. Wait, whoa, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Phenomenal. Oh, that do, is do, not do, do, do. phenomenal. Phenomenal. The only time Jonah and I will say anything close to that is when we discuss our favorite John Travolta movie. Phenomenon. Yes. Actually, no, it's not true. That's just a joke. It's when we discuss the movie Michael, which is phenomenal. Oh my God. I think phenomenal. And his hair. I think phenomenal is an amazing word. What kind of amazing? I, you know, I, I do get shit sometimes for saying phenomenal or amazing. Or there's, amazing, only, amazing there's, only, there's only so many words that you can use. I, I just, uh, I'm going to get you a thesaurus for I your know birthday. That, but I'm falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> the, this whole thing would have played out so much differently if Gary had grabbed everyone's tits. And we're like, oh my God, this is... Why are they letting no, better him do him, that? Better him. Is there, is there a word that you would prefer that I use instead for all the you know, free podcasts that you don't have to pay for? Uh, well... What would you rather them say? Uh, you just said uh, that to someone who paid 30 bucks for a ticket. Oh! oh. <laughs> True. But all the podcasts are free. Uh, what, 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 would you, what would you prefer? Cock. <laughs> you stop it. Making out. Watch it or I'll make out with you. What's your, uh, what words would you prefer that I use? Um, titillating? All right. Oh, and cock was a Love bad it. word. Love it. Love it. I keep it. on using that word. I don't think well, it means what you think it means. In that case, what is your name? My name is Caitlin. Caitlin, this... We'll start using that. In that case, uh, this quement was not very titillating for me. Chris! Chris, what a phenomenal answer! Uh -huh. Wait uh -huh. a minute! Come back, I'm sorry. You just got flipped off by I'm an audience measure! I'm kidding. Off. What does she mean? It's nice to meet you. I'm sorry I say phenomenal all the time, but this show really was phenomenal. I think we gotta wrap it up. Um, please, a huge hand for John Barrowman, you guys. An amazing guest. Gary Delabate, Matt Myra, Jonah Ray. 
Katie Levine, who is up recording the show. Thank you so much for coming out. Okay. We do, uh, oh, you guys are so sweet. So um, we're going to, we are going to attempt to do a signing out in the lobby. Uh, but just please understand that because there are a lot of people, we'll just kind of have to shuffle through as quickly as possible because we have a limited amount of time that we can be in the theater. So we'll come out, we'll do as many as we can, quick high five, sign a thing, and then, and then that's it. But I cannot thank you enough. This has been a wonderful show. Enjoy Comic-Con 2012, and enjoy your burrito, everyone. Good night. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage, and enter the promo code NERDIST. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.